This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. Hour number three of Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. He's Jake Bachoven. Are you happy with the bowl matchups, Jake? I think there's uh, I think there's some interesting ones out there, other than of course the the playoffs. Um, I think most interesting for a lot of people is Utah and uh, Ohio State. Let's see if Ohio State can bounce back in the Rose Bowl. Uh, I like a lot of them out there. I know Wandale uh, said that he's going to beat Iowa on for some of his brothers in Lincoln. I think is how he put it. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of that's nice of him. He's still uh, thinking of us from time to time. The Oklahoma State Bay is uh, an Oklahoma State and Notre Dame matchup is interesting because uh, they were the two teams that would have had an argument. Notre Dame would have been in, by the way, if if Georgia just beats Alabama. I think Notre Dame's in. They they would have been in. <laughs> yeah, they probably. I think been in, probably. They? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think they're and Cincinnati's in. Yeah. Uh, so you know that would have been interesting. I, I was hoping for that. I was hoping for a lot of anger, a lot of mayhem, um, and you started to get it. You you got a little bit of it uh, when Oklahoma State was like an inch short. That opened up things for Notre Dame, and they think, well, Georgia's fame uh, already favored over Alabama. They'll probably win, and then we're in. Uh, and it just didn't turn out that way. Yeah, and that would have been weird, of course, without their head coach, Brian yeah. Kelly, who moved on. But um, in, in the college football playoff committee chairman, uh, Gary Barter, the athletic director at Iowa, he had previously said that they would use that against Notre Dame, that their current coach wasn't in play. But since they had Marcus Freeman, who was an inside yeah. hire, then it doesn't matter. Then it says as, as yeah. things are normal, Ridiculous. which I think maybe is just walking back his comments from earlier because yeah. they probably shouldn't have held that against him um, to begin with. But yeah, yeah, like looking at some of the other bowl matchups, like you said, Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, I think that's an interesting one. I really like the, the Peach Bowl, Michigan State and Pittsburgh. That, of course, is yeah. Pat Narduzzi going up against his old team. That's right. Um, he was the defensive coordinator uh, for a long time at, at Michigan State for a long time, and he was one of those guys that, when Nebraska was looking for a coach, even before Frost, um, when Frost was hired, I was thinking Pat Narduzzi, Narduzzi would not be a bad hire. Yeah, uh, that quarters defense that Mark Banker used uh, at Nebraska, very similar to what Michigan State tried to execute uh, at Michigan State uh, when Narduzzi was there, and now at Pittsburgh. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I wonder if that guy's name uh, will soon come up for big-time jobs because uh, that's where we are uh, right now, the coaching search. You're wondering what Oregon will do. Do they go in the way of Chip Kelly now that Mario Cristobal has uh, declared that he is headed to Miami, which the more you think about it, the more you understand. He played there. He coached there. Yeah. Um, I think when you're asked to come home as an alum, kind of like Scott Frost, there's a maybe even a little guilt if you don't take the gig. Like, I'm sure that Scott Frost went through some of that. Like, if I don't take this, I'm turning down Tom Osborne. I'm turning down Husker Nation. i got to do this. I'm, I've been called to come home. I think that's what it was with Mario Cristobal because it's not as good of a job 
as Oregon. Well, and it's weird just to kind of leave, and it's been happening for at the coaching carousel. Maybe maybe there's more money in play or whatever to kind of leave your product that you've worked so hard to get to a point to where it is. And you wonder if some of the shine is eventually going to come off of Oregon. You know, if they've had a few different coaches here in the last yeah. few years, um, their next hire will probably, uh, you know, it'll, it'll obviously be very important. But uh, you know, they they they've kind of maybe have passed their chance to really. Uh, Take take advantage of their momentum as far as at least finally winning a national title. They were close with Marcus Mariota there. Uh, I think they had another another game where they were in the the college football championship game. But I don't know if that's if that's on the horizon for Oregon now with USC having Lincoln Riley. I mean, yeah. it, it looks like maybe a changing of the guard all together in the Pac-12. Wouldn't you just go after Chip Kelly? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's coming off an eight and four year at a, at a school that doesn't win a lot, or that at least hasn't recently. I know it took him a while. But that's buying a crappy stock that had, like, one good week. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's had a really rough time at UCLA. Maybe. It goes eight and four, and that's, that's when you get excited about maybe it. Maybe there's another way to look at it. You're buying a, a good stock who's just gone through tough times uh, as of late because he was, he's the best coach that Oregon has ever had. Yeah. He's, the, he's, he's better than anything they've ever had uh, before. Um, and you're right. Uh, the stock prices have fallen uh, with Chip Kelly and maybe maybe make the suggestion that other teams have caught up to what Oregon did. They And I think they definitely have. And the example is Nebraska and Oregon and UCLA uh, that to eventually it's cyclical, right? Uh, you try something, then defenses adjust to it, and then you try something else. Uh, and then it was, you know, Scott Frost saying, well, we want Oregon speed, but Nebraska's strength. Uh, so it's it's kind of a combo of things. And now we don't know what we're going to get. We're moving on to a new offense where we have no idea, no clue. Mickey Joseph might leave you a clue that he came from LSU, won the national title in 2000, uh, 2019 under Joe Brady, and, and now he's the passing coordinator. He learned all the secrets of Joe Brady. So go do that. Go do whatever LSU was doing in 2019 and bring it to Nebraska. Maybe that's it. Or maybe it's not. I mean, this is I, this is a big fascination, I think, with everybody. Uh, if you know, because Sipple was telling us just last hour, I think you're going to like it. Yeah. If, if the names I'm hearing are true, I think you're going to like it. Uh, but we're not allowed to know until we're allowed to know. Yeah, and and we'll see, and it'll be exciting, and and hopefully it it is the type of hire that gets a little bit of juice into the program because the program needs juice. It needs uh, a a reason to believe. Uh, I think that loss to Iowa particularly kind of hurts the narrative that you're moving forward, right? Because you had that... I mean, um, you, you had a different actor in there. It wasn't Adrian Martinez. So if you, if you're the whole time you're thinking, well, Adrian just can't make those plays in the clutch, take Adrian out of the situation. It's a little bit different again um, because they built up a lead against Iowa. Again, you're at, um, at the point of evaluating where Iowa is because um, they look pretty rough um, in that Big Ten championship game. Um, but uh, you know, at least they had a, a different look. But it all came crumbling down, and it makes you think. Well, maybe it's not the four um, offensive coaches that you fired. Maybe it's not Adrian Martinez who isn't in that game. Maybe it's something else that's I, still in the program. We're all looking for clues. Uh, so any hire, any move that Scott Frost makes these days, we're thinking, oh, that's the clue of where Nebraska is he- headed directionally as far as their new offense is concerned. Even the announcement of a new coordinator doesn't necessarily mean that's what they'll all because that's what they've done in the past. That's what they're definitely going to do at Nebraska. Maybe we find more clues in who the next quarterback might be from the transfer portal. For example, 
Indiana quarterback Michael Penix. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. has entered the transfer portal. Coming into this particular, this past season, he was the favorite to win Big Ten Player of the Year. Obviously got injured. It didn't work out. The last couple of years have been tough for him as he's been injured. But would you be happy if Nebraska went after Michael Penix Jr.? Not overly. I mean, he's not a very he's not very mobile. I think Nebraska, with the whatever offense they switch to, has a big offensive line problem. I think you need a mobile quarterback, if not um, to call running plays, just to get out of trouble um, from you know the hurries and, and the pressure that you're going to see from opposing pass rushes. Uh, and he's just he's he's kind of banged up. He's got a big injury history. So I think you're trying to move away from the guy with the injury history. Um, and there, you know, there's different things in play there. It wouldn't be awful, you know, that that's good competition, but I'm looking for a little bit more juice than that, but I don't know how, how you're going to get it. It's, it's interesting. Quinn Ewers should, might be the top name in the transfer market. Um, of course, the, the million-dollar man who never played a snap for Ohio yeah. State decided to transfer, and he's visiting, like, Texas Tech and TCU, which is surprising yeah. to me. Um, you know, you would think that the, the big-name schools would be all over that kid, and that would be one that ne- yeah. Nebraska should definitely be all over. I'm a little bit worried, too, that I don't know – who they're after. Maybe it's just not being reported, but you see all these different, Oh, they're going after this guy or that guy from Evelyn Christian or whatever from all these different positions, but you're not seeing quarterback yet. And that's just a very glaring need. Give me a name of a guy in college football that you would be happy if he were the quarterback at Nebraska. Um, well, there's a lot of them, obviously. Um, it's what they kind of like. We don't know what they want to do. If, 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 for example, Dorian Thompson Robinson had another year of eligibility and he said, I'm going to the transfer portal and I'm going to Nebraska. I would be very happy with that. And that's a quarterback who's very similar to Adrian Martinez. Yeah. But the guy that just left is kind of the guy that I want without the mistakes. Right. And again, he's like a t- he's a top twenty five quarterback in almost every metric that you do, except for wins. Um, yeah. Is Adrian Martinez? So he, you know, I'm I'm very excited to see what he does in the open market. But um, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I don't know, it, you know, some, some, I mean, you yourself for, for a long time this season is saying, maybe we need less flash at quarterback. Maybe yeah. you just need, you know, a piece that, that fits in nicely that can, uh, you know, kind of orchestrate an offense quarterback to him will win, but you know, have, have the pieces around him. but I don't, you can't force that if you don't have the pieces around him. Yeah. Um, so I think you need somewhat of a playmaker. I, I think you have, um, some solid wide receivers yeah. with, uh, a history, like we've said with Xavier Betts and Omar Manning of, of, of looking like there's more out there than maybe they've, they've accomplished. Um, so you think there's upside, but still at the same time, not necessarily uh, can you rely on them to build your offense around them. A solid running back group, uh, good tight end coming back if you can get Vokalek. I mean, there's some pieces there, but they're not overwhelming. So I still think you need uh, someone to kind of be a, a playmaker more so than just a game manager. Uh, the text line says Quinn is scheduled for a campus visit. I don't know if that's uh, true. Uh, but Husker for where? fan from, I guess uh, Husker fan in Manhattan says Quinn is scheduled for a visit to campus. 
<laughs> to our campus, to Lincoln? <laughs> no, some campus. <laughs> I'm sure he's scheduled to a visit. That would be some... huge, by the way. That would be, I mean, because um, that was like the number one or one of the top quarterbacks in the last class. I mean, that's like if you're getting them straight out of high school. And he yeah. gets to sit a year behind C.J. Stroud and see what you know, see what's going on there. Yeah, and he's uh, he's the Texas kid that went to Ohio State uh, and enrolled early. Uh, it's surprising that and apparently got some big time endorsement deals to do so at Ohio State. Uh, but as sometimes happens, you get to campus and you go, man, C.J. Stroud, he's a freshman. That guy's a freshman. Uh, I'm going to be waiting behind that guy a long time. See you later. It's been fun. I think I'll go visit the campus of the University of Nebraska. <laughs> I don't like know it. that that's true. I, I'm I'm just guessing that the text line knows something that they probably don't. But uh, that would definitely create a little excitement. I, I'm wondering about the whole philosophy of whoever you hire as an offensive coordinator, he's got a dude. A guy, a dude, bring it a dude. You hire Danny Manning so you can get Danny Danny Manning's dad so you can get Danny Manning. Yeah. That's the very famous story from Kansas. That happens all the time. You hire the dad so you can get the son. Donovan oh, Ryle. Well, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking is maybe yeah. you might be doing that on the offensive yeah. line, which I don't know if that's a great idea. I know he's the you know, he's been in the NFL and he's and he's been around the coaching circles. Yeah. That's not like it would be uh, a, like like <laughs> uh. surprising that he would make a move like this to uh, uh you know Nebraska to be the offensive line coach yeah. it's it's not you know he's earned that um but I just don't want you to make moves just based on 3 years away yeah. from a for a quarterback yeah. I mean some ways I do I hope you do that but yeah. for this team specifically I don't know if these assistants that you're hiring are going to be here in 3 years yeah. if this thing doesn't get fixed in year 1 yeah uh so I mean you could go get a game manager as the text line suggests uh Dave Braska says should we recruit a game man I guess he's just asking the course uh question should we recruit a game manager at quarterback I don't know I think you need somebody who's dynamic that also makes great decisions I want it all I want a quarterback who does it all and maybe with a great quarterback coach that could happen uh somebody says uh Wake Forest their quarterback how about that and their OC Bring oh, them yeah. both. Yeah, bring them both. Is <laughs> uh, that Sam Hartman? <laughs> yeah, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is really good. I just don't, uh, you know, I, I think specifically, too, with a lot of the personnel you're losing on defense, this is less of a year where it was coming into this year where it was, okay, protect the defense, you know, rely on yeah. them for the win. And, you know, they didn't get the wins, but, you know, they did do that in some games, and it helped them stick with, you know, the likes of Oklahoma or Michigan State. Um, but... I don't know if you can do that next year. I don't. I'm not sure if the defense is going to be as good next year yeah. uh, without Damian Daniels and JoJo. I mean, we saw the loss. Sip's not too worried yeah. about the loss of Damian Daniels, but it hurt him the last game and a half that they played. Um, the you know JoJo Doman. That's an all conference type. Cam Taylor Britt. Those are all conference yeah. types that you're losing, and they're not easily replaceable. You had two adults, two full grown men as safeties this past year. You know, for yeah. a lot of the yeah. season. Of course, you had an injury in Deontay Williams, but you're losing just a lot on defense. I don't. I think it would be hard to expect them to improve on their numbers from this year. I think it would be very difficult. Four six four five six eight five Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line. Abe asks, what's wrong with Smothers? I don't think there's anything wrong with Smothers. I would like to see a stronger arm. I'd like to see him get bigger and stronger. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of potential. I've said it all along when everybody was talking about Heinrich Harburg in spring and then in fall camp. Uh, he's the number two. I said, no, I think it's Smothers the entire time. I, I've said that. And I think also I said – I expect him when he goes in to be pretty good, and I thought he was pretty good. Uh, he doesn't have Adrian athleticism, but he's faster. 
Um, and I think he's really bright, and I think he could develop. He's only a freshman uh, last time I checked. So I, I'm not dismissing Logan Smothers as being no. a really pretty good option. But they need they need competition for Logan Smothers. They need I mean this is this has to work this year. And they didn't have confidence in him to go again going against Purdue, which after watching the Iowa game you kinda wonder why. But uh, you know, it, it's just it's kind of that that evaluation is how much would they feel comfortable putting it all this whole you know, this whole experiment all on Logan without providing him with much competition. But if they think Harburg is that, that, is that far along, yeah. then maybe that's the case too because we just haven't seen too many reports about Nebraska going after a quarterback yet. And right now, yeah. it's the time to go after those guys. More likely to be an offense that looked like it did under Adrian? Or is it more likely to be a Richard Torres type of offense? You think going? I don't know. Uh, I, I happen to think that they'll stick to what they were doing more uh, with Adrian. Uh, but if it doesn't, you got Richard Torres. In my mind, if you don't, I mean, you have to fix the offensive line situation um, before you can have a you know a quarterback that can sit back there and pick defenses apart. I, I you know it's not a bad look long term. But this offensive line, I mean, you got to remember their tackles graded out as some of the worst tackles in the nation as far as pass protection. And you watched it play out. You know, it, it happened all the time. Adrian had to save you. You know, a lot of those sack numbers by scrambling and, and, and making miraculous plays. And, uh, you know, again, it didn't always lead to the best. We know Adrian's, but, you know, it, the, they just have a long way to go before I think they, on that offensive line developing, before they can get a, a pro style quarterback that's not going to be able to move too much. And I'll say it out loud how much can you change your roster from the transfer portal with guys from Florida International or Cornell? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the answer is a lot. Because uh, I know you got Samare Toure from Montana, and he turned out to be a really good transfer. I'm not saying there is, aren't t- talented guys that go to Florida International um, or Cornell. I just know that uh, Alabama just got a guy, Jamison Williams, from Ohio State. Yeah. And that's as good. I mean, with all the Ohio State receivers, and they're loaded, Alave and Wilson and obviously uh, – the jig, but they're they're really good. I think Jamison Williams might have been the best of all. I mean, of all those guys, he might be better. He might be the fastest. I don't know if he's the best, but I mean, and he's going to be right up there. I mean, I mean that's crazy. Um, that that's the best transfer. Or Will Anderson, if you want to, you know, he's a transfer, I believe, at linebacker as well for Alabama. They're probably not going to get Jamison Williams or Will Anderson from the transfer portal from Cornell or Florida International. No, but uh, again, you know, like you just said, you, you had a guy in Montana do a lot better than their transfer that they got from Ohio State, yeah. and we'll see if Tyreek Johnson has a That's future true. as a cornerback here, but true. it's not necessarily just the, the, the bigger schools, yeah. but at the same time, you know, per capita or whatever, yeah. you know, per you know, you're going to have your better chances getting them from, from bigger name schools, um, but again, those, those guys sometimes are just... Um, big time recruits that never quite develop or never quite get into uh, the rotation, and there's a reason for that. If they're not playing at Ohio State, you know, maybe there's a reason for that. Yep. Uh, good, good discussion. I enjoyed it. Uh, let's talk some volleyball, Bach. Nebraska volleyball uh, swept. No surprise, they've done it 27 of the past 28 years where they've been in the Sweet 16. So it's almost automatic that Nebraska is going to be in the Sweet 16 every single year. Guess what? They're back in the Sweet 16. They play Illinois Thursday night, 8.30 on ESPNU. If they win that, then they'll play the winner of Washington versus Texas in the Austin Regional. You'd probably rather face Washington than Texas. Uh, but Nebraska Volleyball 
Playing really good volleyball once again at the right time of year. Well, I'd rather play Texas, and I'd rather you know you don't have, you can't avoid the the behemoths, the, the Giants yeah. all this time. You want to take Texas down in Austin? That would be awesome. A little revenge from last year. Of course, Texas ended yeah. Nebraska's season last year, and, um, yeah. but Washington's no joke either. I mean, but yeah. I mean you're yeah. you're in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. You're going to have tough competition. We and we say last year it was actually this year. Yeah, uh, I guess was, that was this it. Year. Was the, in the spring when they played a volleyball season. Uh, but you're right. It seems like last year it's been crazy uh, what COVID brought. But Nebraska, I think a much better volleyball team right now than the team that lost to Texas in the spring. Uh, I, I think they're they're a really good volleyball team. How good can they be considering all these teams have a lot of super seniors, including Nebraska, as a, at least their share of them. But we'll talk a little Husker volleyball with Tanya Taki, uh, former Husker volleyball great. And we'll do it next on Tom and Buck. Download our app by searching 93.7 A Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.